0: He's to do with the black female girls, can't resist a dude with the flow and the eyes on his wrist, he's my brother, so when the fuck with us can rock, your face like Jake the Musks, rockin' and twistin' his cap the a to flow, hollers at the girls, even if this ganky hoes, me and my boy representing Joe when I say the name C-Match, everybody knows, he loves those stats, but fuck that, Slide Lamb's getting into the slaughter, cause his pimp, back young enough to be my daughter, but so, C-Match on the wall like graffiti hoes, shut trap to listen to my CD, bro, yo, this incredible- Buddy is coming home from a big night out with the boys. He gets home only to realise he's lost his keys. He walks around the side of the apartment just to see if he can find a way in. There it is. There's a window on the second floor open. Being on the second floor, he's going to have to climb up via his neighbour's balcony to get to his window. Now he could ask his neighbour for permission, but it's late and he's never actually met his new neighbour before, she just moved in two days ago. He decides to climb up on the balcony anyway to get to his open window. It's a bit of a struggle, but he gets there in the end, so he pauses for a breather. Then he notices through the window a hot chick. He does a double take. It's a hot naked chick. And she's dancing around seductively in her bedroom, almost beckoning Buddy to be a bad man. He can't contain himself and he pulls out his penis and begins to play with it because Buddy's a fucking freak. He stands there at the window with his pants around his ankles like a pervert. The lady turns around and Buddy tries to step out of sight but he trips on his pants and cracks his head on the balcony rail. Then Buddy woke up and it was all a dream. (laughs) Ha! Nah, I wouldn't do that to you guys. Buddy wakes up. He's in handcuffs, blood streaming down his face. His pants are still around his ankles and he's still got a boner. The police are taking pictures of him as evidence laughing. One officer explains to him that he's been arrested for indecent exposure. He looks over. There's a lady in a dressing gown talking to the cops. He thinks it's the tenant of the apartment that was dancing naked. She walks over to Buddy. She looks familiar. Then the lady shouts at Buddy.
1: I knew you were familiar, you sick fuck. You're not going to get away with this.
0: She turns to the cops and says.
1: This pervert has been stalking me. He came to my work and gave me a cup of semen.
0: Then it clicks. She's the lady from the Centrelink office in episode one. The cops throw Buddy into the back of the van and they cart him away. How's Buddy going to get out of this one? Find out after this message from our sponsor.
1: Sick of being alone during isolation? Check out plasticaporium.com. We've got everything: vibrators, rabbits, flashlights, dildos, lingerie and gimp suits, real-life sex dolls, hot plugs for pros and amateurs alike. Whatever your fantasy, we have it. So get across to plasticaporium.com now.
0: Buddy arrives at court, a lot of people have turned up, especially for such a minor case as indecent exposure, which is strange. Buddy spots his friends in the gallery and he gives them a standard upward nod with a raised brow, they nod back as a sign of support, one of them has even brought popcorn. Because he's broke and unemployed he can't afford a good QC, he has to settle for a free duty solicitor, a slight man with a softly spoken voice. Bags under his eyes, he seems stressed out and doesn't seem to look like someone that would win many cases. He tells Buddy, Don't worry, I've read your file. It's a simple case of indecent exposure. I think we can get you off this one. But if there's something you need to tell me, tell me now so I can adjust your plan accordingly. Buddy shrugs and doesn't think there should be anything more he should know. The judge walks out. And the room goes silent and everyone stands. The judge looks like a hard man, the type of man that doesn't take any shit. You may be seated. The judge bellows and everyone sits. Will the defendant please rise. The judge asks for Buddy's plea, but not before mentioning several counts of indecent exposure. This can't be right. Buddy's lawyer stands up immediately and says, Not guilty, Your Honour. Buddy is here today to submit a plea for a single count of indecent exposure. These other charges are separate to this case. Buddy's lawyer whispers to him, What the fuck, Buddy? Where are these charges coming from? What did you get up to that night? Buddy shrugs. He doesn't know. Meanwhile, the judge calls upon the witnesses. Several people get up and one by one they take the stand. Buddy is fucked, surely. First to speak is the Centrelink lady.
1: This man once handed me a cup of semen at my place of work. He has then come to my home and masturbated while watching me through the window.
0: The second witness is Buddy's old receptionist from episode one. The one that caught him allegedly jerking off under the boardroom table. This is a surprise.
1: Ugh, I once agreed to go on a date with this pervert, and I like totally caught him wanking under a table. People warned me he was a chronic masturbator, yuck.
0: The third witness is the sperm bank lady. She recounts the time from episode 2 where Buddy tried to rob the sperm bank.
1: The defendant once tried to rob the sperm bank I work at. He has a strange infatuation with semen.
0: That's strange, Buddy thought. All the witnesses have the same voice. Anyway, at this point Buddy's lawyer had his face in his hands, shaking his head in despair. Then he looked up with a gleam in his eye. He had an idea. The lawyer tells Buddy he has an idea that might just work, but he'll need to run with it. The lawyer stands and says to the judge, Your Honor, I would like to propose a special exemption. Buddy has a sickness. He's a chronic masturbator. He's addicted to playing with himself. He can't help it. With a perturbed look on his face, Buddy yells, oh, fuck off, can't. And then the courtroom erupts and whispers. Order, order in the court. Order in the court now, please. Thank you. Buddy, it seems that you have a problem. I'm sentencing you to 40 hours rehab with with a special addictions group. Oh, fuck you. Buddy screams at the judge. He's not a weirdo. Or at least he doesn't think he is. That's it, 40 hours rehab and one night in prison. That's my final ruling. Court dismissed. Thank you. The crowd is now all talking pretty loudly. The witnesses are celebrating. Buddy doesn't know how he's going to handle prison, even if it's just one night. And his Buddy's dragged away, he gives his mates a final nod. But they don't nod back because they don't want to be associated with a chronic masturbator. Buddy arrives at prison, he's already pissed his pants slightly. Not heaps, but there's a little wet patch, although it could be jizz, because as we all know Buddy's a fucking freak. He hands his papers over and the CEO reads it and laughs. Another sex pest, he yells to the other guard. He's only a vacationer, let's put him in with the terrorist. Buddy imagines a vacationer refers to him being only in for a short time. Buddy pisses himself a little bit more at the thought of him bunking with a terrorist. They take him to the delousing room and force him to strip naked. Then they turn the hose on him. It's cold and really hurts. He's curled up in fetal position on the smelly concrete. It feels like they're aiming specifically for his bumhole. Finally, the hosing down subdues and he gets up to his feet. The guards are laughing at him. He looks down. Fuck, he's got a boner. He puts on his faded, green prison garb and slowly walks with the CO to his cell. He's trying to go as slow as possible to waste time. He really doesn't want to meet his cellmate, the one they call the terrorist. He finally gets to his cell. The guards shut the door and walk off laughing. His cellmate has his head down, reading a book and eating a sandwich. Slowly, his cellmate pulls the book from his face and glares into Buddy's eyes. Oh, look who it is. Hello, buddy. I've been waiting five years for this moment. Fuck! It's Buddy's old substitute teacher, Mr. Johnston, from episode three, the one Buddy accidentally got sent to jail with a bomb threat. Buddy immediately drops to his knees. I'm so sorry, sir. Please have mercy on me. I never meant to get you sent to jail. It was just a joke, honest. Buddy starts crying and is hoping for a swift, painless death. Mr. Johnston remains silent for a while until he says, Buddy, get up. It's okay. I've had five years to reflect and have no qualms with you now. I've learnt to deal with it. Plus, I'm getting out soon on good behaviour. Phew. Buddy gets up with a sigh of relief. Mr. Johnston offers Buddy a cup of tea and a peanut butter sandwich. All afternoon they catch up. Mr. Johnston tells Buddy about losing his job and his wife. While Buddy talks about his night fucking broads and taking dumps on people's kitchen floors. It's a really pleasant night. And Buddy goes to bed on the top bunk with his super sweet dreams. Almost too sweet. In the middle of the night, Buddy wakes up. He wakes up to Mr. Johnston's face staring at him. He looks down. And Mr. Johnston's hand is under the covers, fondling Buddy's private parts. Oh well. Buddy thinks to himself as he closes his eyes and lets it happen. Buddy owes. And as you know, Buddy's a fucking freak. In the morning, Buddy wakes up to the CO knocking on the cell door. It's time for him to leave. He gives Mr Johnston a big hug goodbye and heads out of the prison. Buddy walks out of prison. A newly free man, even though it was just one night. He feels like a tough cunt and it shows in his strut. He's had the best day ever. He came out of prison unscathed, made a new friend and even got a hand job. The sun is beaming down on his face and he feels like nothing in the world can stop him. Then he hears a voice beckoning him.
1: Buddy, buddy, buddy. Hey, buddy.
0: He turns around and sees Jermaine's sister from episode five as if his day couldn't have gotten any better. Now someone's picking him up from prison. Sweet! I've got something to tell you. I'm pregnant. And I'm keeping the baby. And just like that, Buddy's great days turned to shit.
1: Can you please give it up for badge? It ain't good. It ain't good, cause you get jumped in
0: his hood. And self Central. Your- It ain't good, it ain't good. You get they raped in his hood, y'all. Y'all, it's been a long time coming, y'all.